Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. You know what? I'm still full from Thanksgiving, but let's have a great episode. I'm Ty. Aloha, I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday. Happy December. This is the last month of 2021. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's, time has flown, and it's it's definitely... 2022, which is weird. We are om- <laughs> we are just a few weeks away from 2022. So let's set a good intention for today and then for the new year. So I wish that we share a lot of positivity today. I set that intention to have a really great recording today. Everybody will love it. And we have some really good energy going to the rest of the year and to just keep flowing to 2022 for all of us. I think there's some like new exciting things going on in 2022 as far as like concerts are coming back, venues are open, things like that. By the way, listeners, if you have not prepped your 12 days of Christmas, <laughs> you need to get that started. And the 12 days of Christmas is like a little cute, unique gift idea that I had mentioned like a while back. Mm-hmm. But now I'm mentioning it again to remind our listeners that starting December 13th, you can give a significant other 12 gifts. And they open them on specific days. And then leading up to Christmas morning, a bigger gift. It's so cute. That is so cute. Put a cap on it. You can. Yeah. It's cute. It's thoughtful. It's like an everyday sort of like, hi, Mm -hmm. this is what you're, you know, like just a simple something. I mean, I was telling people like send a gift card, you know, like a $5 gift card one day. Mm -hmm. Say have a coffee on me. Actually, now Starbucks coffees are like $6 plus. Yes. So... (laughs) So you better send six dollars, not five dollars, because you'd be a little bit short, I think. Um, what else? It since the everything's starting to open up, I went to a couple of events um, recently where what? there were no masks. Everybody had to prove Tell- that you were vaccinated. Everybody, um, wow. and it was we didn't social distance exactly it was like um, a big thing a lot of tables people sitting around tables um and it we were having drinks and food and no mass at all it was very so hawaii weird. no longer has like a mask for outdoors right no, well no we were we were outdoors yeah i think we had like a couple hundred people maybe 250 at most okay um but yeah, it was very weird to be around strangers and just people, people, people again. It was very, very interesting. I mean, it was just a beautiful night. It was outdoors. Um, I, I showed up at sunset and it went until the, I don't know, it's about nine o'clock at night. And it was just a beautiful moon. I was by the ocean and stars. Oh, that's not nice. And it was just, it was so nice to just be back outside socializing it was so beautiful um Mm -hmm. my family even had a like a barbecue dinner outside the second the following night just because the weather was so Mm -hmm. beautiful and it's not too hot it's nice and cool now and i think it was um it looked the moon wasn't full but it looked pretty full and i got some really great pictures and video so maybe i can share some of that but we had a really nice, big kind of family dinner party, and uh, we had live music. Oh, so pretty under the stars and the moon. Hawaiian night. That sounds awesome. <laughs> a Hawaiian night. Hawaiian I love night. It. 
Actually, I forgot to mention, um, it's kind of a special episode because I'm recording from a different uh, place instead of a room. I'm actually sitting in a very modern office trailer mm-hmm. recording from the land. And so this is kind of a special occasion because this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Trying to get everything situated and having moving my computer out here with the microphone. So I'm hoping that the recording actually sounds better. Okay. And has less less like background noise because where I was recording before had like traffic, neighbors, people mowing lawns. Now it's like dead silence except for like crickets and bugs. And <laughs> right now I'm dealing with a friendly fly that keeps landing on me because I smell so fresh. But <laughs> oh boy, here we go. So actually I thought it was funny talking about the end of the year. I'm already making appointments in the for next year. Uh-huh. I keep forgetting to put 2022. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's already 2022 like coming up. So hopefully, oh, then it's tax season and hopefully all these other variants of the COVID-19 go away. Uh. I'm planning on doing a bunch of traveling in 2022 and I'm just like... <laughs> Talking about traveling, you asked me a very interesting question and you said you're going to do this for the blog? Yes, I am. So I will add my whatever to the blog too, but you are going to do a blog post about what would you do on the outer islands of Hawaii, the other main islands, if you only had four or five hours on each? Right. Somebody posed a really great question at a happy hour that I went to recently, and they were like, if you could do one thing on each island, like what would you do? Because they're planning on going... So they actually found that the flights were cheaper going inner island. So they wanted to do, they have such a short amount of time in Hawaii. So they wanted to jump from island to island, but they wanted to do like the smaller islands, like an activity each, and then maybe spend one full day at the big island because, you know, Hilo, Kona, so two different sides, you know, Mm -hmm. because they don't have to drive and like stay in different places. So we were going to start off with Kauai. Kauai. I love Um, Kauai. Absolutely beautiful. You know what's so funny about Kauai? I never saw pigeons. But lots of roosters and chickens. Roosters and chickens everywhere. It's like... That's what they're famous for. It's like Chicken Island. They're just overrun everywhere. (laughs) I know, like, every shirt they have is, like, a rooster on it. Uh Amy loves it. Amy's, like, born the year of the rooster, and so she, like, loves all that stuff. It's, like, really funny. I got some really Um, great... Fabulous photos of a rooster. In fact, I did this really great painting of one. He was just very handsome rooster. And he yeah, posed they, for me. some of them. Some of them are really handsome and they like know it. So I think it's really <laughs> funny when they do that. Um, yeah, so for Kauai, I was saying like we, you should go down to like a resort and have breakfast. And there's one, um, there's one that's in Princeville that's really nice. And they have two swans that are like swimming in this little pond in front of you. And then I would just enjoy the beach because the beaches there are really nice. Um, mm-hmm. You had mentioned the Nepali coast, like in a previous podcast. Well, we yeah, the Nepali coast. You you did that paddling. Yeah, absolutely I did that gorgeous. That fun, so fun. That's still a race that they still do. I would love to do it one day. I just like to iron it. I don't want to do a lot of changes. I think it just no, slows the you down. Are no fun. Yeah, it's quite a long distance though. I think it's like forty miles, if I'm not mistaken. It's around the island. I, I I remember it being really long. I mean, maybe it's not as long as the Namohine Okekai, but I think it's like, it's pretty long. It's got to be at least 20 miles. 
but it took all day and there were like helicopters forming us and it was just it was a lot of a lot of work <laughs> but absolutely gorgeous there are waterfalls all along that side mm-hmm. there's hiking caves yeah um beautiful hike i mean you can live in there for days um anyway uh Kauai is also the home the birthplace of my favorite ice cream place la Pertz. Um, oh my God, how funny. I went there once. I was so excited because I was in Hanalei side and there's this cute little store that uh, like a little tiny strip mall. <laughs> and yeah. there it was, Le Pert's ice cream. They also, on Kauai, they make my favorite poi, um, Hanalei poi. I don't know where the poi factory is, but I would totally go if I knew where it was. And something that you have to try when you're on Kauai is they are famous for their lily koi meringue pie. Oh, yum. And you have to go oh, into this little um, Simon store, <laughs> Simon restaurant. And I think it's something Simon is the name. And it's kind of near the airport. And um, you order your pie and you take it home. <laughs> they oh, my know. gosh. How wonderful. They know. Um, See, I feel like you know the like the little locations, whereas I'm like more of the bigger... I have that more macro view of Hawaii <laughs> and you have that more micro view of Hawaii just because you, you've been there for so long and you were born and raised. So it's, it's interesting to like take a step back and be like, okay, I have like a mezzo and macro view and then yours is like micro, you know, yeah. where all the little places are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, Lippert's ice cream, my favorite, if you go there, it's the coconut macadamia nut chocolate ice cream oh, and you get that in a yum. waffle cone. Waffle cone, she said. In a waffle cone. Yep. Oh, my God. It's my favorite. Um, What else? Oh, golf, of course, on Kauai. Beautiful golf courses there if you love golf. Um, Lots of diving, dive spots all around the island. And um, Waimea Canyon, which I would love to take photographs all day. Yeah, I think it's very much like the image is very equivalent to the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. So if you can close your eyes and imagine the Grand Canyon, then you're, then you can see one as well. <laughs> I only got to stop there on the side of the road and just like look for a little bit because we had to keep moving. But the traffic, traffic on Kauai is worse than any I've ever seen. Like even, even in Oahu, like you only have one lane, a one lane road and you're stuck and you're just like, oh my gosh, I should have gone to the bathroom. I should have watered myself, like mm-hmm. brought some snacks and stuff like that. So just know that Kauai's got a pretty rough pretty rough as far as traffic wise if you're trying to I go from one side to the island. I don't think that there is another freeway. I don't think there's freeways on it's that island. It's just a road. No, there's no freeways. It's just highways. It's a road that goes through. <laughs> I'm not even but, sure, but I'm pretty I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just I liked it. I liked being there. It, it was nice. I think that's one of my favorite islands even though it's like they call it the garden island and all that stuff. It's in it's a couple's like retreat. It's still kind of nice. It's just the beaches are wonderful. There is a temple on Kauai that I really would love to see. It was there's a story about this guy who was um he lived his previous life in India and he wanted to build a temple um I somewhere outside of India. And I'm not sure if he, he was specific to Kauai, but he apparently um reincarnated remembered his whole his whole past life and his mission oh, wow. and he reincarnated as a, a white guy who was able to make a lot of money and he built this gorgeous temple uh That's a on, really great in story. Kauai. What, what's the name of the temple do you know 
I can't remember. But it's well, famous, we it and up. I think there's we only one. Okay, here it is. The San Mar- Marga Araven Temple is a... I'm sorry for my pronunciation. Is a Chola-style Hindu temple dedicated to the Lord Shiva, located on the Kauai Island in the state of Hawaii, USA. Yeah. And I think his whole story is on the website, too. Um, the guy who built it, and his he talks about his past life. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's in such a lush location, you know? Like is it up against the mountains it? in the middle of the tropical rainforest? Yep, it has, like, gold, like, accents in the roof, and it's just all white. It looks really nice. Yeah. It's an intended pilgrimage. It's an intended place of pilgrimage for Hindus worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome that he did it on Kauai, though. Yes. So it's in our backyard. So I'm excited to go see it one day. $3.2 million. That's not bad for... (laughs) But I think he he started that project like 20 years ago. Uh, Yep. You'd be right. Yeah. You're right about that. Sorry, excuse me. I think it's finally done, though. I think it's completed. Yeah, I think it is done as far as this... Oh, it started the construction in 1990, but it actually finished recently. Um, yeah, I want to say that's how come I knew about it is because it was like it announced that it was finally finished. Yeah, cool. All right. We learned something today. I did not even know it. It's uh, in Kapa'a. Beautiful. I love Kauai. Yeah. I love Kauai. So apparently, okay. So I have a friend who um, he's a pilot for Hawaiian Airlines, and he swears that the um, fried rice at the airport in Kauai is like the best. He and I challenged him, and he even brought me some, (laughs) and it was good. But I, on Oahu, Times Coffee Shop is my favorite fried rice. But they're very similar. I will say they're very similar. But um, Times Coffee Shop is a little bit sweeter to me, and that's where my taste buds are. So it's my favorite. Where are we going next? Um, How about to Maui? Maui is the second largest island called the Valley Isle. Mm -hmm. And what would you do with four or five hours on Maui? I think uh, I would go and hike Haleakala. You would, like, go there and then just hike around? Yeah. It was really pretty. It's really nice. Um, it's kind of funny that I would say like I would hike there instead of Kauai, but Kauai, the beaches are nicer. The water is nicer. Mm-hmm. Whereas Maui, like everybody's doing the road to Hana. Um, and the road to Hana at the end, when you get to Hana, there's actually a really great pizza place there. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. It's like more like Chicago, New York. It's like you could do Chicago or New York, but it's funny mm-hmm. that it's like in the middle of like Hawaii, like Maui Island. So Yeah. No, but I would go uh, probably hike around Haleakala because it's just pretty and it's nice and it's just something different than what you did on Kauai. Mm -hmm. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to like vary it up. What about you? Um, If I were there for sunrise, I would go up to Haleakala before sunrise, at least a few hours before first light. So you want to get there around maybe three o'clock in the morning. I don't know if they have a gate, but the last time I was there, they just... It was all open, so you could just go there so that you could see the stars, then you could see first light, and then you could see the most magical sunrise you've ever seen in your life. Haleakala, meaning house of the sun. I mean, you're at the top of the world. You're above the clouds. Above the clouds. But um, 
those sunrises, it's not magical every single day. You got to time it right. And uh, you don't want to go there during like when it's rainy or something. Um, just try to find a clear day. But it's it's magical. It is. And it's super cold. It is, you know, you're above the clouds. It is right. cold. And if you were staying at the hotel, you, you, you steal all of the blankets from the bed and <laughs> maybe even the sheets too. And you sit in your car and you drive up there and you watch the stars and take a million pictures. It's just gorgeous. Um, back in the day, there used to be a bike ride that you could do down the mountain. I think I remember that. Yeah. And it was incredible fun. I heard that um, sometime after I'd done that, which was years and years ago, they shut down. But I don't know if it's resumed again. But that was mm. really fun. What else? <laughs> Maui is where the Krispy Kreme donuts are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Maui has a Chick-fil-A. Maui has a Chick-fil-A before Oahu. Can you believe it? Yeah. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like what? Was like, but if you're coming from the mainland, don't waste like, your time what? going to, to wait in line at the one in Maui. No. It's really not worth it, guys. It's like, all the same everywhere. There's so many good places to eat on Maui and Kauai, like in Oahu. But... I remember going to a restaurant in Maui. It was, um, it was kind of like every place was full. And then I just, we just turned this corner and went into this. It looked like we were walking into like a grotto. And <laughs> I can't remember the name of this restaurant, but there were no menus. There was a waiter for each person, and they knelt down beside you and whispered the chef's specials. And then, like, literally, I said, I like, I remember saying, that sounds interesting. Is it possible to get it like this? And they said, no problem. And they didn't write anything down. (laughs) They had nothing that they were reading. And then uh, they walked away. (laughs) And then, you know. It was such an experience that um, I will never forget it. I hope that they're still open. Um, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, which is crazy because um, they left such an impression. But I bought their cookbook. There was a cookbook that came out. That's hilarious. You bought the cookbook. (laughs) Years later, years later, I saw that they had published a cookbook. And I think it was like just before they might have closed a location. Like I think they expanded all the way to Oahu and then – that location closed but it was it was wonderful and and the food was amazing it was like they they just made to order anything you wanted and uh there was no prices so you didn't know until the end it was a surprise (laughs) you just kind of just ordered whatever you want that's funny surprise (laughs) surprise here's your bill oh that's how much that costs oh yeah (laughs) that was one of those like you know what? This is an adventure. We're only here for tonight. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Where are we going next? Oh, and then don't forget, golf is also amazing on Maui. You and the and golf. Lots of dice can... spots. <laughs> I don't know. I learned how to play golf for free when I was in high school hey. because they had golf lessons. They had golf, the golf <laughs> team. And uh, I only joined the golf team because all the cute football players joined the golf team, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Miley, I question sometimes like, your motives. Your well, motives are very clear. I thought it was really interesting that I could be on the golf team with the cute football players. And it wasn't really popular. But it was turned out to be 
the best investment of my time because I learned how to play golf. How funny. Mm -hmm. I had private <laughs> instructors. It was, it was fabulous. <laughs> that was when I was in high school. Um, yeah. How about to um, Lanai, which you can so see Lanai, from Maui. I, I was only, it's called the Pineapple Island, which I think is cute. Um, mm -hmm. Lanai, I, I only spent like a little time paddling there. I think we did a day trip. We hung out in the Four Seasons, had a massage or something. Did a little bit of paddling because they had the canoes down. It was like four man. Mm -hmm. We didn't do, we didn't stay very long. Then we flew out again. So that's all I've got for Lanai because I know a lot of people go there, but there's only like limited amount of stuff you can do there. So there are two major resorts, um, the one by the ocean, and then the one the lodge at Koele up in the mountain, and. The Lodge at Coelho has a gorgeous golf course. Just gonna say that right now. They oh also God, have the um, they have horseback riding, but you have to book that like a week, two, three, or four oh, in yeah. advance. Um, but it's absolutely a different world. I mean, it's Hawaii, it's lush, it's misty. I don't know. It was it was gorgeous. It was um, the lodge was like an oversized log cabin, which oh, cool. is not something that you see really anywhere in Hawaii, maybe on the ranches, plenty on the big island, but, um, absolutely beautiful. And, uh, it was, it was absolutely an experience to be there. Um, I paddled from Maui to Lanai a few times back and forth. Um, mm. but, and that's a really was that the paddle, tough that's the channel paddle for life, isn't it? Yeah. That's the paddle for life. Um, hosted by, it's a canoe club on Maui and, um, just, a wonderful experience and you camp out overnight. I remember one night um, we were camped on, on the night and uh, it's so weird. Cause it's like the, that beautiful ocean resort is right there. And then they have like the beach and the, the park area right next, right above the beach is where we were all camped. <laughs> and they were really kind. The resort, I, the, the four seasons, I think are, I think both hotels are now owned by the Four Seasons. Um, or, and I think Larry Ellison, is it him? The Oracle guy who bought yeah. all, that island. It's so crazy. Um, it's so weird you could buy like an, an island that's part of the state of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand that. It must have like, come with a lot of conditions when... because it's not like he owns the people who live there and work there. No, but... I mean, you can't necessarily, let's say you had shit ton of money. You can't really buy a state. Yeah. But could you, could you buy all the land in that state? Like, is that legal? I don't, I don't understand how that worked, to be honest. I don't, we should, I don't know. How did Larry Ellison buy this, the island? I'm going to look it up. How did he get away with it? Buy and who, and Lanai. Why weren't the residents of the rest of the state informed as it was happening? In June of 2012, Ellison bought Lanai for an estimated $300 million. It's home to 3,200 residents, three hotels, several restaurants, and other businesses. Ellison owns a 98% stake in the island that he bought for $300 million in 2012. He hopes to turn the island into a sustainable wellness laboratory. He owns the hotels, the water company, the cemetery the main supermarket, and a third of all the housing. He's even buying into the electric grid. 
That's crazy. But I guess he's taking care of everybody. So during the pandemic, he actually paid everybody's salaries on the island. Yes, he did. That was actually in the news. That was I nice. Remember. That's really nice. Because there was nobody coming to the island and he was its owner. Ooh, the Four Seasons is so pretty there. They are. It. Both both hotels are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, you can always camp too. You just have to get a permit to camp at the park and it's absolutely beautiful. That is the beach that I did get wiped out on though. Oh, no. <laughs> I think um, knowing that that they are trying to make Lanai into a sustainable laboratory of testing and all that stuff is just interesting to me um, by far. Uh, I just don't know how they how they do it, you know? I think like on Kauai, you... that's where they did the um, the free electricity with Tesla. That makes sense. Yeah. So the entire, I think, I don't know if it's the entire island or a good portion of the island, um, they became like a test for Tesla to see if they could do an entire community of um, solar, uh, electrical. So they have free electricity. Isn't that wonderful? Oh. That sounds good to me. Okay. Before we move on to other islands, mm -hmm. I want to say Nihau is the Forbidden Island. Yes. And it is run by two people who allow people to go on there, but you can't really live there. You have to have special permission. And um, you can, and they, they do, I don't know if they do a tour or if they just allow you to sit on the beach, but you're watched, I do believe. Yeah, you can't take anything from the island as far as I know. It's like a no. retreat or something, like a very, it says there's 170 people living there. Well, originally, Niihau was um, <laughs> the first people to buy an island um, were the Robinson family. And I believe they personally asked the monarch, and I think it was King Kamehameha I. Uh, it was one of them. It was in one of the the monarch monarchs. And they made a deal. And he said, and the king said that um, these people that there they lived there, you have to take care of them. They are entrusted to you as well as the land. So it's not so much as you own it as you become the caretaker. Got it. Got you, it. You, like what was so, what did you need Nihau for? Like, what is it famous for? Let me look. It's the Forbidden Island. That's all I know. They're well, okay. So, I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, as far as I know, everybody, speaks um hawaiian fluently on that island wow. um but they also speak english and many of them are well traveled like they go to vegas they go to disneyland they go everywhere also oh they have hunting safaris hmm. they might have um wild goats and deer on that island too and they are famous for uh shell lays and their shell lays are super gorgeous oh. and very expensive. And if you get an a, a Ooh, they're pretty authentic Niihau lay, they're very beautiful. Very shell nice. lay necklace, necklace, yeah. beautiful necklace. You should definitely put a picture of that up there. So it says there was like all kinds of interesting things about Niihau. So yeah, um, it is off limits. So it was actually purchased by Elizabeth Sinclair in 1864 for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Can you imagine buying an island for ten grand? 
Yeah. I'm sure that's cool. Well, 10 grand, we don't know what that was. What yeah, no. Was that 1864. Money? That's, 18, she must have had a lot 64. of money. Um, and mm-hmm. then I guess a Japanese Navy fighter pilot crashed on that island. It's called the Nihau incident because the residents on that island helped him escape mm. or something or he received aid or something so that's kind of that's kind of probably i don't know why it's called the nihau incident like i guess they how did they know okay here's my question so they're on this like very isolated island right did they know that pearl harbor was being attacked i think so oh i know why it's called the nihau incident so this pilot he crashed and he told the locals like what was happening. And there were a few locals on Nihau that were of Japanese descent. And so they, they decided to help him. But they also mm-hmm. tried to kill the leaders of the island. Oh. And so it says like Ben Kanahele was and his wife, Ella Kanahele, um, killed the pilot. Because he was trying, he like stole weapons and stuff, and he was like having these other Japanese people help. And uh, apparently, a couple of them committed suicide because they knew helping him, and then he died, they were going to get in trouble, mm-hmm. and so they just committed suicide instead. But that's that's a huge thing. I mean, these. Um, uh, and what's interesting is uh, Ben actually was awarded in uh, like a, an award from the government for stopping the takeover of that island. So the Japanese pilot was trying to take over the island, like for the Japanese, by trying to kill Impressive. all the Nihauans. But Ben was awarded a recognition, but Ella was not. But she also helped kill him. So I'm like, I see you, you know. <laughs> but it, how interesting, you know, like out of, because Nihau is like the furthest west island. It's like little bit. And um, I just think it's really interesting, like, how there's not that many people on that island, and yet they still... They had their own battle They going did. On. They had their own... That, to me, that's really interesting. Like, all right, all right. That was neat, how? Uh, I think we have to go to Molokai next, because Maui, Lanai, Molokai, they're in that... The, the, those, all three of those islands, you can see all of them. And when you... I have gone to Molokai... Yeah. So many times. It is where I, it was one of the places that I learned how to drive. That is When funny. I got my permit. Because, and there's not a lot of people driving around on that island. And my brother sat in the back seat and we were going up mountains or somewhere and there's no guardrail. <laughs> and he screamed in the back seat. The, I want to say for a very long time at the top of his lungs, we're going to die. I would have screamed too. <laughs> Knowing you. I and I'm like, as well. I got this. <laughs> So now we have uh, Molokai, it's called the Friendly Isle. And uh, the only reason why I ever go to Molokai is either one, to do the great paddling race, Nawahine Okekai, or two, mm-hmm. to live a country life. It's very country. Super country. The post office was like, like it looked like a log cabin. No joke. The town is, I think, like less than 10 buildings. Mm-hmm. And... One of them that is famous is the bakery, where you have to go and buy the Molokai sweet bread, which they're famous for. Sweet bread. Sweet bread. Um, there is, I think there's a, a shipwreck 
somewhere around that's a dive spot. And I don't know if it's like, I think it's on Molokai, but um, I've also heard that it could be on uh, like around Maui. Um, no, around Lanai. But, you know, all those islands are so close together that it could be anywhere. Yeah. But uh, I don't even know what kind of ship it is, but it's called there is a shipwreck beach on Lanai that people go to. But I imagine that there's many ships that have wrecked because the Molokai Channel is one of the craziest, roughest channels, I think, uh, in the state is that crazy. Well, also the, the channel to go out to the Big Island is apparently very crazy and dangerous too. The waves get big in there. <laughs> you know when it says that um, Molokai was the birthplace of the hula. All the islands have their own um, hula beginnings in history, and they're all a little bit different. Yeah, and they all have little. They're different lineages, and so the styles are are different on each island. Okay, so I have been to Mol. I grew up on Molokai back and forth because my father used to do a sailboat race mm, mm-hmm. from Oahu to Molokai the other way um, for many years. And um, we would always stay at Hotel Molokai, Hotel Molokai. I should say Molokai. Um, and I would always order the two hour pancakes. What is that? What are the two hour pancakes? <laughs> it's just, it's just how long it takes to get to you. Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> but the view the view is absolutely amazing and um the the pancakes were worth the wait they were absolutely delicious everything we ordered was always good but it always takes two hours yeah but um absolutely worth it the view is amazing and i always had a great time but you know being a kid and you're like hungry (laughs) you'd almost wish your parents didn't wake you up to go sit there at the table for two hours and just wait they drank coffee for two hours dang they have a lot of patience yeah well i got better as i got older um i think my brother he used to have like uh video game things and i learned to bring a book gotcha yeah that's probably smart (laughs) sounds like you and your brother got to like at least adventure did you guys so if you did the race did you guys go on the sailboat too with him or did you fly over and meet him we didn't we flew over and met my dad there, but okay. we would go down and meet him by the, by the harbor. Um, How cute! How fun is that? Really good fishing over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I caught my course. first. I caught my first mahi mahi, in on and around Molokai. We were coming in, and I was so excited to catch my first fish. Nice. And thank God I caught something because we just got there. My fish was on ice for maybe an hour, and then. Um, I had to cook it and eat it because that was all I had for for dinner. I didn't bring any other food. (laughs) So I was certain. I was certain I was going to catch something. Yeah. (laughs) That was also the first time I ever gutted a fish, cleaned a fish, and cooked a fish. On the island of Molokai. Yeah, my very first fish that I caught. That's cool. What a great memory. And mahi-mahi, my favorite. I love mahi. Mahi Mahi is great, but I think there's something about the fish. Oh, you know how it's like really bright green and turquoise, like when it comes out of the water and then it turns like a dull mm-hmm. gray once it's out of the water and it's dying. Yeah. There's like something they have, there's something they have to do to preserve the color before. My brother's nodding his head. Yes. 
there's something you have to do to preserve that color. Um, do you know what it is? He shook his head no, so he doesn't want to be on the podcast, but it would have been interesting to know. Yeah. He's a big fisherman, so, but I just remember, like, pulling a mahi-mahi out of the water, and it literally was, like, flapping around and then turned gray, and I was like, oh my gosh, what happened to it? It's beautiful, like, yellow and turquoise color. And everybody's like, no, you have to do yeah. something. I think you have to bleed it out and then hurry up and, like, hang it upside down or something so that it doesn't change color. I don't know. Either that or every mahi-mahi that's ever been mounted is artificially colored, so... Could be. Could um, be. I don't know. I It was very traumatic. You know, catching a fish is one thing, but then to I, I couldn't kill the fish. No. I had to have somebody else you do didn't it. beat it up? Yeah. He handed me a baseball bat, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I don't know if I could hit a fish over the head with a baseball bat. When you went on your trip, did you uh, have to hit fish? Nope. My brother said, nope, you don't have to do nothing. don't have to touch the fish nothing. When you go on fishing trips, they Just do put everything it in the for ice. Well, he oh. held them up for pictures, but he didn't actually have to gut it and do all the things. I actually didn't even take one picture. Why didn't you take a picture? I was so it? busy. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. We were just in the moment, living the moment. It was okay. I was. I, it was a busy trip, and it was like I was like, I'm gonna catch more fish later. It's fine. Yeah. No, I understand. Well, yeah. that, I'm sorry. That's not the first fish I ever caught. That's the first fish I ever caught open water. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you've actually caught a couple guppies. Did you go to the Polynesian Culture Center and use their little things and pick it up? Yeah. No. No, I've never done that. No, they have like little stupid like little hook fishing and you can catch like these little guppies. I was thinking that was like your first place. No. Did you ever I've go Did that. you ever go to the Polynesian Culture Center with me? No, not with you. Okay. I would have probably gone, oh, I don't want to go to this. I don't <laughs> you know. know. Why. It was because it was a thing. As a school kid growing up in Hawaii, it was like a mandatory field trip. And like every I year? had done it so many times. Um, I want to say I've been there three times for school field trips. That's not that bad, Miley. For like 17 years, three times is not that bad. Three, yeah, no, that's just for mandatory. Then I've been there because every time somebody would come to visit, like family, that's where we would go. And that was also mandatory. I take that back. It was mandatory. I had to go. Yeah. And at some point you're just like, it's such an, it's so educational that you're just, uh... <laughs> I, I guess that that's if kind I, of true for like, here we would go to like a restaurant called the taste of texas because they have so much texas memorabilia their food was really good though but i, I enjoyed going there but it was always like the same mm -hmm. spiel of like texas and like here are all the guns and here are the things also we would go to like the zoo a lot um the science like nasa so to see all the mm -hmm. space stuff and always be excited about like space food because i think it's so cool how it's dry yeah, the dried ice cream. Dried ice that's cream. That's the only thing that's good. Dried strawberries are really good. Freeze-dried <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. That's like always. I would always save my money for that, that kind of silly stuff. Anyway, yeah. Hey, let's do a bonus thing. Um, a lot of people uh, see aerial photos of Molokini. So right uh -huh. off the island of Maui, there's that crescent-shaped sort of lagoon island. Mm -hmm. Um Great dive spot. A great dive spot. So Molokini was uh, in Hawaii legend, a beautiful woman. She and Pele, 
the fire goddess were in love with the same man. Mm-hmm. And the jealous Pele. She loved Pe- a lot of men. Madame Pele is like the queen of all queens. She's in. She. <laughs> I feel like that's Mo- in Moana. That is like. To, what is it? Tafiti or something? Yeah. She, yeah. that is Pele, right? Madame Pele. Like, she mm-hmm. is always protecting the islands from, like, hurricanes and stuff, right? Yeah. Because they have to hit that island, the island range first. first. Yeah. So yeah. the jealous Pele cut her rival in two and transformed her into stone. So don't cross her, apparently, because Molokini ended her, up no. being, like, half a cone. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. She ended up yeah. being a crescent-shaped island where we all go snorkeling, scuba diving. Terrible. It's gorgeous, though. I mean, two hundred fifty. I'd love to go diving out there at least once. Oh yeah, yeah. How wonderful! It was really fun when my brother and um, I went. We had a good time. We only have two islands left. We only have the big island and Oahu. Woo, big island! Let's go back. The big well, island. should we should we go Oahu and then end with the Big Island? We seem to be going down the chain. Okay. Well, for me, Oahu, I've talked about it so much, but I didn't realize it was called the Gathering Place. Over a million people are gathered here. You know what? I don't know why they all chose that island to gather, but good for them. Like it's it's almost over. I, don't know. I was driving gathered. the other day, and I swear I saw half of them stuck on the freeway, oh, heading Lord. towards the west side. It it's just like a parking lot like seven lanes of traffic it's so terrible down the h1 and it's just whoa i told i told my mom if i ever lived on the west side of oahu like i would have a luxury vehicle that would drive itself because that in itself would be a great um, investment because you literally spend two to three hours in non like it's just stopped traffic literally so stop traffic. i might as well take a nap so for me, that you know, self-driving what car was would be so amazing, and it died. They they killed it, but and there was a um, for a very short time. The public transportation, our local bus, we had a ferry that would take you from the west side all the way to Honolulu. That's funny, and you could get on a boat and take this really nice cruise to Honolulu instead of being stuck in traffic for two hours. I would do it. Because then you could sleep. I would do it too. I'm very sad that that didn't pan out and stay. If I had four hours on the island of Oahu, I would go to Nico's Pier 39 and eat the crap mm-hmm. out of poke. That's it. That's it. Mm. That's all I would do. I can't, I can't not order the furikake ahi. I actually asked for that to be rare. Yeah. Just sizzle, just seared on, just seared on the outside and then rare in the middle is what I always ask. Um... And then uh, you got to order the tea. Um, they they have one really good tea and uh, iced tea. Yep. And the cookies. The cookies are amazing. Cookies are good. What would you do in your four hours of living on Oahu for most of your life? Uh, I would go to my favorite beach. Okay. Um, I would definitely go to Nico's. I love Nico's. Foodland. Foodland also has poke if I just want to quick get poke. Yep. Um, what else would I do? I'm trying to think of like my aunt when she comes from California and what are the first things she wants to do? She wants like what we did a lot is we would go grab beverages like, um, Lanikai juice or Starbucks and we would go sit on the beach and we would just drink our drinks and sit on the beach. Yeah. 
I like the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, it's really hard to think. Um, I love to have that, to see that view in Waikiki, like from the top of any of the resorts that have views of Diamond Head. Yeah. And to see that in the evening, especially if you can see the fireworks on Friday night. That's just kind of magical. Love the fireworks. Uh, Fourth of July, my favorite place to watch the fireworks are um, anywhere over the water. Kailua Beach um, usually has a Fourth of July fireworks show. Uh, Hawaii Kai has one also, also over the water. Very nice. Um, Or if you're seeing one of the big ones off of Ala Moana. And I think even on the west side. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where because I haven't gone to those. But uh, there's a few out there as well. I think um, somewhere near Eva and Kapolei. Yeah. All right. We're on the last island. To the big island. The biggest one. Okay. What do you do? Four or five hours. Uh, Four or five hours. So depending on when you're there, I would snowboard at the top of Mauna Kea. Uh And then surf. So winter. Yeah. Probably surf in the afternoon when it's a little bit warmer. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be the two things. That's the only place where you can get... Snow and sun in the same day. In the sa- and you'd need to. You'd want to defrost. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I would first, in my four or five hours, I would cheat and I would extend my stay. <laughs> I would go to my uncle's house. I would um, beg him to use his four by four, trade him for my rental car. <laughs> and then I would go up to um, Mauna Kea, Mauna Loa at night. Yeah. I want to be up there with the stars, you know, so close that you can touch them. Um, if it were winter, I would totally build a snowman. Um, and then I would love to go down to swim with the turtles at, um, whatever secret beach that my uncle knows. I don't even know the name of the beach. Um, but he's taken me there a few times. Uh, if I have enough time to like have lunch, my favorite place is this marina that's somewhere in Kona. And, um, I'm sorry, I don't know the names. Um, but. I would always order the tuna sandwich, Mm -hmm. which is not made with canned tuna. It is fresh caught tuna. And it's the killer tuna sandwich. And they serve cold beer in these giant um, schooner glasses, I think they're called. Yeah. They're just very heavy, big, very cold beer. Goes great with that tuna sandwich. Um, And then you've got these views of, you know, Kona, the water. It's just beautiful. My favorite thing about Kona was definitely like swimming with the manta rays at night. Mm-hmm. Um, doing that scuba dive. It's actually kind of creepy to be suspended in very dark water. And then having these massive things that look like aliens slash angels like circle around you and eat. And then, uh, yeah, so you can actually snorkel or you can scuba dive. If you snorkel, you're laying flat mm-hmm. on the top and like you're holding onto a floaty, which I don't think is... As exciting, but it can be, like, super scary. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, images of it, but they drop, like, they drop these, like, spotlights and they shoot them up. And so you see, like, the Mm -hmm. underbelly of them and they're, like, white, but they're, like, circling around you. They're huge, too. I don't remember who it was that used to, like, go beyond the reef of um, Hanama Bay. But they would swim with the manta rays out there. I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Heidi or someone. It was another older older lady. But 
they would just go out and do it. And I was like, I don't even know how you do that by yourself. But And the channel is super rough over there. Yeah. That's crazy. Super rough. But the Big Island also has black sand beaches and glass beaches, like the green beach, <clears throat> green sand. Yep. So lots of things to it's do. It's that crystal that comes out of the volcano, which I can't remember the name of. But it's funny that you mentioned that because I remember taking a geology class and my professor had a very large one of those rocks. It was the size of like a bowling ball and he used it as a doorstop. That's awesome. <laughs> and I guess the final thing about the Big Island is like the Kona Coffee, right? Kona Brewery. Mm-hmm. All the good things. Food's still good. Food's always going to be chocolate. good. Chocolate. Chocolate also chocolate. grows on the big island very famously yeah. it grows well with the vanilla beans so kona vanilla chocolate they love that volcanic soil the coffee also um also on the big island what else did i have um oh i have never gone to the volcano i've never taken the time what? to go to see the volcano i don't know why so i just never have too. i just never make the time to go do it um, every time I talk to my mom about it, she's like, oh, it smells there because of the sulfur. Yeah. Cause and I'm the, like, yeah. I don't care. One day I'm going to go and You're I'm going to go. But I don't want to go if I don't have my camera. It would drive me crazy if I didn't have my good cameras with me to go take photos and videos. Um, but there's also a hike through one of the caves. And I don't know if it's part of the tour, but I know that there's like a section of the caves and you might have to have a special guide to take you there but it's supposed to be like the like a womb and i just and it's kind of like a spiritual thing yeah. and you go there and it's like being in the womb of the earth you know womb of the earth well you're gonna have to like yeah we're gonna have to like extend on that thanks for joining us for another episode of my ties at sunset hopefully you enjoyed our little trip around the hawaiian islands we can always add to it i'm sure we will eventually down the road we always do we yeah. always do Check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. And until we meet again, ahoy ho!